This meeting is being recorded. Yeah, that's a good DP. Here we are, second episode. We got some good feedback. Sound like people like the new format. Uh, I hope so. Everybody likes a little change, but they'll be wanting the original Coke back, you know, before they know it. You know, new Coke, quick, quick, quick hit of adrenaline, and then, yeah, whatever. Well, no, I, I thought it went well. I actually, so like, I usually have a hard time listening to something I recorded. Um, I got to the end of one of my other podcasts the other day, and it started auto playing, and I was like, "All right, let's 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 do a little self audit here." Oh, it's good. I never listen, uh, just so random, because I I hear it twice. <laughs> no, when you're producing, yeah, I get it. I can't bring myself to do it. I hate myself enough. I don't need to listen to myself to to confirm that. So, <laughs> well, um, we are recording on Wednesday this week. So if anything happens after Wednesday, we're probably not going to be covering it. You can talk to Luch and Crouton in the bleachers about that shit. Yes, the asteroid is close, but the government's told us it's going to be okay. Don't worry, or maybe worry. We're covered either way. It would be cool to see those auctions go to like thousands of Tez and then we don't get to talk about it. It'd be highly rational. <laughs> I noticed one thing, like Crouton had an offer for like 25 on one of the red letters, letters, and the auction was at 17. It's too bad. It's not a little more integrated there. Um, it's kind of funny. I mean, I get that it's like a separate entity, but it was just a little more cohesion there would make sense. Yeah, my thinking there was he he still he put one up for auction, but still has one. So I figured, you know, hey, if you want to toss them up for 25 Tez, I'd like to be that guy. Right. And, and I mean, even without, it's just it's just funny to see something bidded 17 available 25. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So what is it? We just came out of our first weekend of madness. We got some new young young threes. Um, Four and five now. Four yeah. and five debuted since we last talked. Mm-hmm. So we got to talk about we got to talk about the first round. Anyone who had a losing seed had the ability to turn it in and claim a young threesies. Not too many people chose to do that. <laughs> it was an edition of hundred and sixty. Yeah, it was possible for it to be an edition of one hundred and sixty, and instead we wound up with an edition of twenty six. So. I guess a lot of people decided that, you know, they, they value their madness when they value young threesies. So I had it pegged. I was guessing somewhere around 40, um, you know, people with one, it's a hard choice to not like go for the rarer or whatever, you know, like we talk about the, the known versus the unknown people with a lot of them, you know, anybody with like a complete set to that point, one through three, no brainer. You got to lock your stuff down um anybody who's missed one like myself i was okay seeing how other things shook out uh but it kind of worked out afterwards i got a double hit on five and traded one back for a four so back in the game good business that's a good point uh that we didn't really bring up is the fact that you could double up effectively on one of the young threesies and trade backwards so because we haven't gotten to the wheel that was the thing with four is like it was a one-to-one redemption you had one chance, but a guaranteed. Uh, I don't know, Crouton, did you do multiple on the four? Did you kind of? did not. I chose to do one. No, I think only Cornholio might be the only one who did. Maybe one other. Oh, I didn't. Oh, Crypto Ball did too. Who did? Oh, Crypto Ball. And he's very okay. keen to sell it. 
he's uh working hard on bringing that price down who, who that's a different name than it has been right oh, no it's just a coder so yeah okay. he's around as much as a coder is <laughs> hey that's the there's the door you know they go in and out it's that's how doors work <laughs> that's how doors work <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i'm i'm all for uh different levels of interaction so it, it i think lots of parts play into the ecosystem but yeah that was i forgot about that i did see it pop so up four there. was the bunk buck and bronco one it was yeah. fruits on you were in a flow there i'm sorry keep going on the no you're good um you 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 as you've made a point about theoretically doubling up on the first round and then trading forward and while that really shouldn't make sense given the numbers and how the addition size the maximum addition size that is possible is reduced by 50% each successive round. You really shouldn't be able to tra trade earlier rounds for later rounds, given that people could have, 160 could have been made of the first one, whereas only 80 should have been, could have been made for the second one. Now, nevertheless, it turned out that they were actually less burned for the first round than the second round. So even though that, on its surface doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That is kind of the situation we found ourselves in. Yeah, I see a couple of factors in that. One, when you know, yeah, so it was 26 versus 29 for the five, which was the first of the wheel ones. There's a couple of things that play in there. One, you kind of take it for granted, right? On the, I can redeem. Plus, you know, it's just one for one, you know, there should be more of them, you know, so everybody's playing that mental game. On that fifth, you know the train's starting to leave the station. And you saw how fun four was, and you're like, shit, I wish I had that, you know, right? Like, like me being a Midwesterner, and there's always those things that, like, I think if you've been around long enough, resonate more. Threes being our resident horse girl, you know, uh, in, in his youth. It's hard to separate that, you know, from other stuff. Like it, you could tell that's going to be more personal than maybe some of the other ones. Um, so it just, it was one of those like, what else am I, am I about to miss out on? So you, you start to pull the trigger and then uh, the wheel really stepped in and, and changed things. Um, I think without some double ups and a triple up, we probably would have been sub or right at 20. Um, and I think the wheel double ups motivated some extra uh, pulling the trigger. Uh, I know it did for me. Like it was. Yeah, I think, I think you'd be crazy to not burn for a double because let's remember that whether you claim or not, let's say you didn't claim those two names, your, your name comes off the wheel twice. So you've reduced your ability to hit going forward. And there's going to be half as many spins in the next round. So you have to ask yourself, really, how, how could I hope this could go any better would be my question. Yeah. And the entries get bigger every time, too, because there's Correct. more losers. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to toot my, my horn real quick on the play from the weekend. Uh, like I said, I skipped four. And on five, I got lucky, as you can get, with two double-ups, right? So I'm looking at the opportunity to burn two madness tokens for four of them. And what I wound up doing is putting out, you know, similar to the, you know, like the black cube offer was a, hey, 
this is redeemable for one of those things. How about you give me that thing? I'll give you a little more. And then I'll send you the three Z acting as like an extra middleman. Like, uh, you were going to get it. Here's your bonus. Um, and so one of my trades was, I'll give you the young three Z that we're about to get. You give me your madness item and I'll give you some inserts. So, and then my other play was, I'm going to have another extra one. Does anybody want to trade a four for the five? And I pulled that. And Cornholio did that in good faith. Like, I was nervous that the stuff was going to be wildly off, you know, comparison on addition size. And I would have made it right with them. But it was, you know, nice and, and snug there. So I wound up netting one burn for four or, you know, for three including one different like kudos to the wheel it's not going to happen again but yeah it was just a nice like one of those like like we talked about last week with the hey before you burn that token to save something maybe throw it out there and see what you can fish around right the when people were burning event tokens to save half like someone else will swoop in and help you with that and make it to where it works for both of you this is the same kind of thing and before you burn for one maybe see if you can get a little extra off it from someone else. Like, yeah, I think it's really smart that you did that. But on the flip side, it's absolutely bananas to me that anyone would make that trade with you. I would never consider that. <laughs> Just because of the leftover strength? Like, Why would I trade one of, you know, a really, really powerful insert to one of the most powerful players in the game? That would be my question. That oh, I would you're ask talking about the threes for threes? Why, why would I, I trade you a madness token in exchange for a young three Z's plus 50 guilt. Cause you wanted the young three Z anyway. Right. And if I was in the other position, I would burn my own madness cube and take it myself instead of right. giving it to you. Not because of any sort of you know vendetta with you, because why would I directly strengthen, you know, one of the most powerful players in the game doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but I guess, you know, everyone's doing their own thing. I think that's a team owner slash player aspect of it, where if you're not on a team, I don't think that matters. You got 50 gelt in your pocket, and I don't think it bothers them. They were on a team. No, it, this wasn't one of my players. Right. Oh, oh yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> on a team, yeah. So. <laughs> well, let's just get it out in the open. Who was this? Oh, no. I hear that the blockchain oh, no. tells the blockchain reveals all. So <laughs> I'll have to go check that out myself. That's wow, funny. there's so much to be said for a change in tone. All right, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think these things play into personal things more than not. So, like, it's not exactly a a team strengthener. We could we'll see how it ages in a year, but like, I don't know. There's there's things you know you gotta you gotta make that choice, right? Like. Something that helps you or something that doesn't help someone else. Like, but he could have also just simply burned his own madness. He chose basically he decided that 39 geld because he had to pay 25% royalty for the burn wallet. He decided that 39 geld was worth that trade essentially, because he could have just done the exact same thing himself. But, I didn't I didn't see if he had hit the wheel or not. Yeah. Um fair enough. I don't know that he did or didn't, but I imagine he did. Given you, uh, yeah, let's I want to check while we're talking. Now you check. Here. You check. Uh, but I mean, yeah, like, uh, but that's what we talk about. Baby steps. Like sometimes it makes it better, and you know, I'm I'm glad he did. I I think it's a great trade for you. I, I yeah. think it's a fantastic trade. I'd do it 
a hundred times in a row if I was you, I would do it no times if I was on the other side. But you know, cheers. I think it's so that's if he had hit or not. That's Young Threesy's four, the Bucking Bronco, and then yeah. we get right into Young Threesy number five. And this record, did depend on hit. what was that? For the record, he hadn't hit, so there was no play other than the trade. Just giving it up. Okay, so that actually strengthens it a little bit because he hadn't had the wheel luck at that point, right? Sure. (laughs) All right. Do we want to talk about wheel luck a little bit? Because that did play into who got the five and who didn't. Because, Luke, you were saying you doubled up. We saw a lot of doubles on uh, number five. Jacob hit a trio, uh, which is just dummy. I love it. Uh, Do we know how many individual people? ended up with that with doubles or trios or just how many people got the 29 editions oh like individual no i did not check that but i can while we're talking i think five or six people hit doubles and a retro curly q pat chit chat and a joe mama hit but couldn't be bothered to burn and uh i know brendan hit but i don't think he got his form in so i know uh Quite a few people hit doubles, actually. It was pretty remarkable. So I hit a single on that one and declined. And uh, I'll be moving forward and trying my luck out. Obviously, if I don't hit anything, I ride with my event token. And those are powerful. So I'm cool. Yeah. Let's talk about why you maybe wouldn't want to take your take your prize. What went into it for you? What were you thinking when you decided that wasn't going to be what you just wanted to go with? Uh, one. Uh, I still have a seed that's alive. So I have two seeds. One's dead. Uh, that's obviously what I hit on the wheel with. Um, and then with having one still alive, that means, you know, I can still increase my odds on the next wheel. So I really think that, you know, San Diego State obviously will be losing. I believe. No, you bitch. <laughs> There's like no way they're winning against Alabama. So I, I plan on losing in the next round, the Sweet 16. Um and I'll ride those out to the very end, pretty much. Um, I I just love the event tokens. I don't think there's not much that can be dangled in this event where I wouldn't keep my event token because I only have two. So well, what if you hit a double? What if you hit a double? On see, the, that's on where the, it's going to get yeah. very difficult. When I hit a double, if I hit or, a double. Or the addition of 20 or the addition of 10. You really going to turn that down? That'll be a day I really have to start thinking. <laughs> I would like to end with one. It's going to be like an addition of four or five. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think that the proportion of people who claim will increase as the tournament progresses because they'll right. they'll be thinking, you know, hey, I don't have that many more chances, and or, wow, this is going to be increasingly small. But you'll it'll be interesting see to see. trade into the winner spot too. Like if someone's not going to claim, you'll see the. Hey, if you're not going to claim that wheel hit, let's swap. Let's do something. I need it, you know, because there's mm-hmm. how many people are left holding all, all of them? Three, two or three. Anyway. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, the only alternative I'll give to you, Kitch, on the on the holding versus burning this time is the art. Uh, the consideration I made after this weekend, because I obviously the madness tokens played in three different times last year or four that we talked about, right? We forgot. Ratro pointed out to us. That That's what I was asking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so, the good flag, job. Thanks, Rat. Good job. The flag bonus was all, yeah. I forgot about that, and it was huge. Is like this time being the CCO thing, 
I almost think there's a bit of a carrot there with instead of it being purchased, you know, redistributed like base cards, that it's new, a new series, new items. Um, it's kind of changed how I view the hold versus burn a little this time around. Uh, because so, it, tell me what you mean by that. You know, it's there's obviously little pieces of him spread into this series, right? The young threesies. Mm -hmm. I think it's a very personal drop embedded into madness. And I think the carrot is now there. You know, he's never going to do the same. I mean, we'll do some stuff that's kind of similar, right? There's been hints like next year, Valentine's will get unlocked by this year's Valentine's, but obviously something will change, right? Mm -hmm. Madness items will obviously come into play again and be used again and things like that. But I just think that there should be more of an urge to trade your, you know, CCO bird for a young threesy, no matter what the utility behind it is. And again, it comes down to the what are what are you doing here? Why are you here stuff? But taking a little extra time, once I saw the horse one, that was when my mentality changed. As far yeah, that as feels that feels deeply personal to him. On, uh, you know, it, on it changed my word the madness token mentality really quickly mm -hmm. uh, to get more into this young three Z series. How does this change your mind for my situation? I'm currently a holder of zero young three Z, so I have none from the series. Obviously, I'd like to have more than none, but I don't today. Um, so I. I could see myself, I mean, if it was an addition of 10, I'd probably burn it. And then I could keep one token and not have the other one. That's fine. I just don't want to end this with no event tokens. It's yeah. something about having one more thing at the end, just to play something one more time and decide like when to do it. I feel so left out when you're, when you don't have anything. And maybe there's a way to buy event tokens, you know, obviously on secondary, but who knows how much those are going to go for, you know? 500 on the auctions. <laughs> yeah I, look Luch, i totally agree with you i think that it's actually pretty shocking to me that people are so averse to using their madness tokens to turn them into young threesies i have a hard time understanding it to be honest um particularly as it relates to people look i don't think people are thinking very strategically about this on a number of levels whether that relates to the color of what it is that you're burning or the seed that it is that you're burning. I'd really encourage people to think a little bit more deeply about how valuable is your 10 seed that lost in the first round? Three names on the wheel. That's it. That's what it is. So as it relates to you hitting on increasingly rare, and let's say you hit on the, on the second round, now you're down to two names on the wheel. We're going to keep adding names to the to the list and we're going to reduce the number of spins that we do so i have a hard time understanding that kind of logic personally i don't know how you guys feel about that there's more to think about it than that even with like how we saw the colors you used last year and the seeds maturing and threes baiting with a higher number being good in the fall and lower being good here in the spring you know like mm -hmm. um i don't want to play myself too much there um it, it does make sense as far as the losing losing your count and stuff like that 
to me, it all just goes back to the times where he's talked about taking something known versus something versus punning for the unknown. You know, I, 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 I get what you're saying. And yeah, you really could start to do the math on it. It, that, that exceeds past my ape-like tendencies. So I think uh, that one, you're talking directly to me a little bit. Like uh, I'm going to look at the, I'm, I, I do consider the color. I'm not considering the seed as much because that one's just so much out of my hands. And like, if we're talking about like, what if these activate for next year, like the, the way college has played out, like the last couple of years, the tire seeds haven't been as good somewhat, you know, like it's, you know, mixed in there. So I don't, I don't sweat that. I do want to keep a spread of color. So yeah. it's going to be hard for me to burn out of white or black because I don't have any backup coverage on those with last year items. But that's about as far as I over as as far not even overthink, but that's about as far as I strategize that. What about purple? This is a color on an, an event token. It's a we have a touch on token it. too, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I wonder how. Like, that's the one I'd like to keep. If I was being honest, I have a pink one and I have a purple one. I got the pink one as an auto bid from my last pink March Madness token, so I can keep that. Burn the pink one, hopefully. And then keep purple because we don't have purple event tokens and it's a girlfriend bracket. Who knows what that could be used for? It's a girlfriend insert. Let's not forget, too, that there's five brackets and there were 16 spins on the wheel for each colored bracket. So as people are burning and making decisions about burning specific colors and seeds, the math changes as well. I think that's something people aren't taking into consideration as well. That's the deep number shit that Crouton is all over. All yeah, the time. That's, that's where he beats me very like super easily. Like, it, there's a certain part where like my, uh, my engagement for the day checks out. And like, that's where, that's where, you know, one or two people may be putting in the work. Like it just, I think it's, it's interesting to think about that kind of stuff. It's, um, and, it, and it's, and it's important. Like it's a, it's a part of it, right? Like, it's just like that. How much am I willing to put in? That's where like I, I kind of exit off for the day, you know, type of thing. And but it makes sense and it's good for you to throw it out there because maybe one or two people will and it starts to branch out and they're like, oh hey, I started thinking about this. And that always makes the game better. Like I always tell threes, like I don't wanna like I'm I'm I, I just wanna live in the in the in the in the RPG of it, right? Like I want to imagine especially when we're in season like i want to imagine it as that right like so the more you get that the better the more rewarding the game is like it's not rewarding to win when no one's playing so i love you it. want a couple spreadsheets that's <laughs> right. how you know you're playing right i passed i passed on the second round i hit twice but i didn't take it i hit on a 16 seed and a 14 seed you want those those entries? I do, I do. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's curious to me where you know someone with a lot fewer number of names on the wheel says, "I'm going to hold it and turn it into something better." It's hard for hard for me to rationalize that. I think one thing that is stuck in a lot of people's mind is that, wow, these madness tokens are really expensive and very powerful. But I think you're kind of neglecting the fact that the reason they're powerful and rare and expensive is because everyone burned them aggressively last year. So if everyone's going to diamond hand them and 
hold them to death, then I think you'll find yourself sitting in a radically different position in a year. Also, let's not forget that he can do whatever he wants. He could say, if by Monday you don't burn half of your madness tokens, you're out of the grotto. I'm being hyperbolic and kidding, but I am trying to suggest that yeah, this is his universe. He gets to do whatever he wants. So if you think you're going to outsmart him or the game or this universe by essentially refusing to participate in the art project, I think perhaps you should reconsider that stance. What do you guys think? It's a good point because he can choose to do whatever. And believe me, he checks like how many are out there, right? Like when he's building out these complex mechanics, he knows how it all will work out, like how it should work out. So he's going to, if there's a shitload of tokens out there, he's going to call them in in a way that they're either going, you're going to need more of them or, you know, whatever you're going to get is going to be a higher addition or it's going to work out in a less favorable way. The more people that have them. Yeah. It just, yeah, it all just goes back to known versus unknown. And I think the other thing that's in play and I'll kind of put madness to rest from my end um, for, for the week. Um, you know, if you guys have some closing thoughts on it, whatever. Um, but like my final thought on it shouldn't get twisted because I'm not about to say these base cards weren't worth anything. But the first two rounds last year, they were for base cards that had much lower floor value, which means you should have been stacking them, blah, blah, blah. But what I'm saying is we're already seeing, as soon as one of these drops, an offer from like Steve for like 400. Mm-hmm. We, we're past... The idea of, oh, well, this is just a burn for a 20 Tez item. I'm going to hold the Madness token. And obviously, these things have some use later. And they unlock something. And it sucks to get left out. But there's, I think we've seen over the last eight months, even if you're not getting eight entries, everyone is getting a very valid opportunity to participate. And... Being a part of a series like this that I think is deeply personal, even if this goes against my interest to say start burning for it, and even though I passed up on the four, I would think we might even see the addition creep back up on the next one if people, well, the pot will drop pretty much when they're doing the wheel. Some England will have listened to it. But like, man, I would, and I'm going to have to like, it's going to be a pep talk to myself really consider being a little more being a little less clingy to these and getting into his art over x copies so young young threesies number six will be a possible addition of 40 now we're cutting it in half again correct so i i mean i like your thought process there lucha we might exceed 29 what if these escalate in addition size almost up into a certain point it might creep back up before it, I mean, it's going to cut down, right? Like it has, it has to. to, yeah. But like there might be one dying grasp of this is our last chance. Um, this could like, be the peak, actually. It's, it's like, kind of like base cards. This will be the peak, probably. It's hard if you have one. It's hard if you have two. It's hard to do that burn. But man, just look at what these pieces are. And that. Absolutely. And, you know, if you have one or two, you know, it's just, I, I'd ask myself, what is it I'm hoping to turn you know, the, the madness into? And I understand that's, that's, an, that's an unknowable... I'm sorry, what? A swipe. A swipe. 
Let's talk about that next. All right, Steve. Yeah, that was going to be my transition in a minute. <laughs> I love that. And then we're going to go right into that. But, you know, what is, what is it you're hoping to turn them into? And I guess, yeah, sure. I don't know what and how they'll be used in the future either. But, boy, uh, a really significant and iconic 3Zs piece with an addition of, you know, about 30 or so. Boy, that's pretty compelling to me. But um, you you had a wonderful segue there into trading uh, some seeds into swipes. Let's talk about it. I'm, and so I'll, I'm gonna pull back on it just a little. I wanna do, you know, we, we've been, you know, making sure that we've got our talking points a little lined up going into here. And one of the things that have come up that's a bit of a wildfire was threes letting people know that in the not so distant future, swipes will be required to be a part of things that drop price not just being here in the grotto not just xyz but having a swipe and so one of the things that does <clears throat> is it opens up a flood of dms to people who have multiple swipes and gets people to start to say oh shoot i should have had one i'm gonna get one preface all of this with a couple things one i i think i've had more than a few times of talking to threes about like i i think more open buying isn't a big a problem i'm okay with a little more people that sell routinely and things like that i think it's all part of a healthy atmosphere and things like that but there is a certain bit of protection oasis needs and things like that right so this is me saying like i've been on both sides of the coin and i want to talk about that conscious decision the reason why i have more than one and the reason why i have more than three right like is when i got <laughs> let's say recruited in or whatever um I had already bought an X copy two months before and flipped it without ever knowing what was going on in here. I needed some extra Tez. All of a sudden there was an offer on it. I took it, never knew. Some tweets were going around about, I think the Godzilla item, three and I DM'd a little. And I just happened to hit jackpot on some photography Tez artist that had an ETH drop go well, and all of a sudden I had some Tez. And I said, all right, I'm kind of interested in what's going on here. What are these things? And I missed the free swipe. I didn't have that benefit of a free swipe, but I looked around and I said, okay, so this is your pass. This is your entry point. I prioritize that over everything. That was the first thing I bought. And I did a little, did a little research here. Um, I got mine August 24th, 21, for 300 Tez. 300 Tez that day meant it was a $1,200 purchase. So I looked at it and I said, and and look, I was, like I said, I got lucky. I had some sitting there, but this is where I, I put it. And I mean, we're, this is like the first week of being around saying like, okay, hey, you gave me, a, you gave me an item. I like your Godzilla art. Where are we going? That was that was the thought process in there. And it's still pretty 
clear the memories on that. Within a week or two, Tez ripped to like seven. All of a sudden, Tez floor dropped. And I'm at this point, like I get it. I did Top Shot, you know, spring. I've seen it go up. I've seen it go down. I'm a big kid. I can eat like a little thing. But I also like my self-deprecating humor. It was kind of funny to me to have like the high and see it drop. And I'd make little jokes about it, blah, 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 while I'm doing my other stuff. And it kind of sucked to know like, hey, if I would have like waited two weeks, see what's going on and then start basing my purchases, maybe I would have scooped some chase cards. Maybe I would have done blah, blah, blah. Maybe I would have scooped, you know, 30 carbones, whatever. You know, you got to think how far 300 Tez could have gone right after the system shocked September 21. Could have done okay on building the wallet, right? Eventually, Threes hops in my DMs and he's like, hey, man. Here's what I think the value, the the relative like current price should have been. You got screwed. And he refunded me some of the Tez. Huge. Like that's an artist saying, like, hey, uh, like that that told me everything I needed to know at that point, right? And he even told me it was like, yeah, cheapest friendship, you know, cheap way to get your friendship, right? Or something like that. It was just like, but it was like, it tells you so much about the project right there. And also like. About the item. Meanwhile, we go a couple months and we get to Threesmas. And every swipe is a spot on the wheel. A lot of that history, those first couple months weren't mine. I wasn't here. But I really dug what he was doing with the recap on the year. And I wanted every piece of it. So I bought a swipe from Kitsch. Um, and I saw, well, I saw what Beer's wheel luck was doing. And I thought, like, okay, I'm going to hit something. And I'm like, I'm not hitting. And I'm spending too much on the side to try to like complete the set. And I'm like, no, this is stupid. Let me buy swipes. They are they are opportunity. And I prioritized buying another couple swipes, right? Um, then I got lucky, got two in the Super Bowl or whatever. <laughs> I won two swipes. And I, but then I still came back in May 22 and I bought another for 400 tests. Because to me, those were opportunity in the ecosystem. And we had already seen the, uh, I'd already been to an in-person, love that. And at the beginning, it was, you know, that just having one of those was enough to get on a, you know, get on a bed that first time. You know, now it's a, it's a 33 thing and, and well-deserved and whatever. Um, but it was like, these are access, I want to be able to, bring someone in if I want to, if they come late, I want to have these, these make sense. But every time I bought one of those, I was declining something at the time that was worth. Like there are monsters that I wish I had more than one of so I could paint, so I could correlate that I had to make the conscious decision at the time because they were like similar prices every time and skip over those. And so when we come to these times where all of a sudden people are going, oh, shit, I should have had one of these for the last year, or I'd let one go before I need to get back in, and you turn to to myself or somebody else that has a couple, and you say, hey, I have these these things, you know, I have a, I have a goodie bag of things, this value's right, let's swap. They're not... A swap, the swipe is so much more than one item or a, a grab bag of items. It is access and spots and a declaration 
I think of, of being an integral part of the project. And I just, at first I was okay with letting one go at about 1300 because that price in Tez was what I spent for a 33. And there was like a mental goal of like, just seeing that tick off for the grotto. I just thought it would be interesting to see like that value get eclipsed by the other value. Um, but as it got closer, I knew I don't want to give up these strategic spots. Um, so many other things are, are opportunities at one or two things in a year. The swipe is evergreen, man. The swipe is not going away. Um, and so I just, I, I, I really appreciated threes hopping in and kind of level setting the field in the trading channel and saying like, guys, you need to throw Tez into the ecosystem and try to get one free from people who have left. Because even if the thing that you look at, even if you say like, hey, this is 2000 Tez worth of stuff, I'm not selling much of anything. At some point I have to, because I'm a person that doesn't have the printer or something like that. But that's not my motivation. My motivation is to continue being a part of the art project and having my spots and having my plate. And the best strategic advantage I could give myself is having those. And so that's why it's so hard to pry them away from people who have had them and are still part of this. And I just had to say that, get that out there and have tried to paint that picture for anybody who's listening who hadn't gotten into one. One of the things, one of the last points I'll make before kind of like not monopolizing the floor here is uh, Hansi is kind of getting back into the flow of stuff. Hansi's got a, he's been trying to roll the bid, nine, 960 something, over a thousand now. When I was looking at my history, a couple weeks after I had bought, he had sold for a hundred. To threes, because threes was doing the, what are you guys doing, dummies? These are underpriced. These are going to the vault, and I will reallocate them. And now it's interesting to see someone realize. Now, the other part of that was, at the time, that sale, I think, was worth, even though it was 100 tests, you know, it would be worth five or 600. But, you know, compared to um, the one I bought for 300 when it was, quote, unquote, overpriced, uh, or, you know, the highest had been, it was worth 1200 And the most recent sale is about 1031 So the ones that are selling right now are cheaper than when I got my first one, right? Like, and when I looked at it as somebody who was here for a week, not someone who's profited for a fucking year or a year and a half, as someone who walked in and said, what's going on here? I knew that amount was worth it. And it has been. And I, and I was right about that bet. And, and you're telling me, and I get it, sometimes it's not available and sometimes you've missed the train, but the train's been at the station for a long time. And so that's that's what's going on. And that's why, unless you're bringing me, you know, coked up at your father's funeral or multiple monsters or whatever, like it's, it's not, it's not a, a fungible token, you know, it's, it's staying and I'm using it and it's not about being greedy. It's that part where we are still playing the game and we have contributed enough to, to have that right to hold our things and say, this is part of my strategy. So yes. 
let me hop in there. A few things. One, I also missed the swipe giveaway. That was before my time too. So, you know, for all you guys listening out there who think that, you know, perhaps, you know, I, I know not too long ago, Threes mentioned that, you know, season eight was pretty much your first season, Luge, and, and mine too, in earnest. And that's true. And I think that a lot of people probably lose sight of that. Um, but I, I too missed a free swipe, but I did also win one on the Super Bowl. So, hey, <laughs> <laughs> so I did get a free one eventually one day. Uh, thanks. Thanks to the Super Bowl. Um, as it relates to, you know, the price that you paid all that time ago and where they are now, doesn't that scream how underpriced they still are to you? The fact that, I mean, think about where this project is now and what you paid for it at the time that you did. And we've established that it's paid for itself many, many, many times over. And this project is in a vastly different place than it was that at that time. And they're still at reasonably the same price. It's actually pretty remarkable to me. I understand it's a lot of money, but to your point too, a fair number of the people that are on the hunt for them have taken some wins from threes, which again, is never a bad thing. Um, not ever going to vilify or you know demonize someone who does that. There's a, there's a way to do it, in my opinion, and there's a way to not do it. And that's a conversation for maybe another day. But um, you know, for the most part, I see people acting in good faith and, and gunning for it. And yeah, I'll, I'll address the Hansi thing. I think Hansi is one of the very good success stories of franchise era. Um, so he's an NFT. So I'm biased and so is Kitsch. But, you know, I like to think that perhaps the more hands-on approach that has kind of been made available to people for more coaching, more mentoring, more guidance has perhaps, I don't, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but hopefully it's maybe engaged him and helped him feel like he's more a part of it. And, you know, he's, he's been chatting with me and I'm doing everything I can to try and help him secure a swipe. I think it would be really good for him. I think he's really good for the project. And um, yeah, he, he, he's very, he's very uh, self-deprecating about having sold it. And, you yeah, know, and none of that was definitely a knock. It was just like that acknowledgement <laughs> I know. of being able to see like, oh, and it's, it's the thing Threes has talked about before. Like sometimes when you sell stuff, it's hard gone. to get it back. It's yeah. yeah, it's gone or it's very hard to get it back. You'll put space in between seasons. Yeah, we've all been there. You sold an X copy, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and I paid through the app. You eventually that. got one back, but you paid a lot more for it than you than than then Kitch. I know uh, you lost Kiko. <laughs> I've lost the nineteen hundred. It was the X copy swing. There you mm. go. Yeah, Hanji, welcome to the club. I sold mine to Luch, and then I think a couple months later bought it back for 300 Tez. So uh, you got to do what you got to do. I thought I was covered with my 33 swipe, but no, you need two different ones, you know, more <laughs> the merrier. <laughs> I agree. So, Hansi, we're cheering you on. We're supporting you. We love you. Love seeing uh, those offers roll in. I hope, it, you know, I hope it lands for you. Yeah. So to Luch's point, the final thing I want to say um, about that swipe stuff and I think you've, you've really captured it and nailed it perfectly. I don't need to add a whole lot more to it, but right. You know, 
you can't really shake one loose from someone who has one because then they're saying, I'm out of the project. And there aren't a whole lot of people doing that. Um, smoothies up for grabs. Smoothies is up for grabs. So it's been a rock. It's been so much of a rock right now. Uh, it's up for grabs at 2000, but I would right. expect them to swap to cave by now. Maybe he doesn't yeah. know. Um, I can get Hanzi his Twitter. I'll see if they can work that out. The Wi-Fi on the houseboat isn't too great, so maybe Smoothie hasn't seen the uh, offer rolling. But I, I had one other thing because you talked about like the undervalued. Um, I think one of the things that's easy to point to and not to get the stank on it, but is the proof pass. And I'm only comparing it because recently they announced it was only good for three years. If you've listened to threes and if you've seen how the project is structured, the swipe is not ending in three years. It will go on. It will continue delivering. This is an investment in a very long-term project. Um, you know, it is access to art. It is access to IRL experience. And it's, it's going to, if you're someone who, who pays or swings stuff from time to time, you'll be able to handle that through this. Maybe you'll get a little guff for it, whatever, but like it just, it'll pay for itself. And it's hard to talk about those as like someone who holds them. Cause like if all of a sudden they rip to 8,000, yeah, I probably will sell one. It'll be like, why'd you pump it? It's like, well, the same reason I believe in it is the same reason I do have a price. It's some pump, but you know, I, it's so it's a little hard to say like to to be within there but i'm very confident in my not selling one anytime soon so i can say you should have one but. yeah yeah the final final thing i'll say on that is yeah everything you mentioned about you know a grab bag of stuff that you haven't you know hit an offer on previously and you know matching that up in tez value and kind of saying well you know shouldn't that work on its face, that makes sense, but I agree with you that in practice, it, it really doesn't. And that isn't that isn't gatekeeping or trying to be exclusionary, but I think that the swipe is truly one of the most fundamentally underpriced things in this entire ecosystem. And again, to your point, Luch, my my ambition and aspiration is not to sell things. I think we all know that I don't sell threesomes. That's so so well. Uh, that's that's not in my repertoire, but yeah, uh, having a number of them is a strategic play, and it's not to keep people out, and it's not to gatekeep. But I think it's a really really good opportunity um, for people to get them, and they still are available. You just need to spend money. There are quite a few people who are disengaged and would be tickled to see a. 1250 or 1500 Tez offer, it'll get gobbled. Um, I understand that's a non-trivial amount of Tez, but they're available. You definitely don't need them from Luch or Beer or Crouton or Jolby or whoever it is. They're very much available, but you'll have to get your wallet out. And Therese has mentioned multiple times that like the entry to the project should be around an ETH. So these are still underpriced, like you're saying, like, it's 1600 bucks. If you can get a swipe for less than that, you're getting it good. And it, and it may sit you out of something else because your Tez might be sidelined from it. But long term, it just it feels like a real play. Uh, 
one thing I noted last week that I wanted to just like toss out there that I thought was low key pretty big, but also kind of had two sides. Uh, object takes ETH now. So that means it takes credit cards and it takes ETH. There's a lot of reduced friction in this project, you know, in this project and these items now and cross chain stuff. I, I think mentally sometimes it's going to be hard to see that first time when you're like trying to buy something, it says this amount or one ETH. You're like, oh, that's an ETH. And you have to like kind of like gut check it for a second, but it's where we're heading. Like so many things have been like, if threes wanted this to be accessible, but we're also somewhat the keepers of the value and should know what, know your worth, right? Like, and so like, it's going to be okay. You should appreciate that. I just, I was really excited to see, you know, if I have a big sale on the other side sometime, I'll be able to just turn around and say, treat myself, you know, and not have to send it to Coinbase, not have to send it back down, not have to consort, not have to do blah, blah, blah. I just pay with some ETH. I, I thought it was, I thought it was a nice little brick for the future. Like we know Tez isn't where it should be yet as far as a marketplace and exposure and stuff, but taking away one more excuse, I would think door gang is ETH heavy, you know, people like that. I think it will help. So I don't know if anybody had any quick thoughts on that, but yeah. Well, look, Hey, we all have credit cards and we can all go into credit card debt and ah. pay for debt. And then we can it's all nifty gateway all over. Don't tell me this. <laughs> well, you know, and we haven't doxed ourselves. Um, so as it relates to faking your death, you know, I think, ah. we, I think we could pull this off. I think that I think there's a play here for, for someone. No, it can't, can't be used. I, can't I be don't used. advocate. I had somebody flame out of a group I'm in the other day with a confession of having 50,000 in credit card debt and he was leaving NFTs. So I definitely don't uh, recommend that, but I am yeah. someone who loves my uh, credit card points and I will be doing less Tez purchasing routinely on Coinbase and more budgeting and purchasing through that credit card feature just to keep some steady point flow going. Uh, it is. Yeah. And to be 100% obvious, I was not. Oh, no. For, sure. for anyone to go into credit card. Debt buying Net lawyer dot Tez. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I do think it's great i think it's good that there's reduced barriers to entry and gosh now all of the grotto eth maxis can play you know very aggressively uh, looking at you coders <laughs> and and the other day we had to make sure to double check our eth wallet registering so something tells me I don't think it's just the threesies that are about to come and play. I think he's getting track of where the all stars maybe have come have gone. So do we see maybe a little little all stars thing coming up? I just felt like he was signaling some more. I interpret, I interpret all of that as wallet connectivity is coming soon, and all wallets will be connected. So you know. I can't wait for that day. Oh my god! Yeah. But Luke, you said something in the last segment about um, you staying up to date on recent sales, what the price floors are, so you don't make some mistakes out there in the marketplace. And obviously, that gets a little more difficult now. We're talking ETH and Tez and, and USD. What were your thoughts on, um, you know, Three's making the comment about us staying up to date about that stuff? Uh, so there's something I got into his ear the other week about where he was like, 
surprised we didn't see like Ratro burning the Valentines. And it's like, that's not even something that shows up on collection activity. You'd have to go to each individual item and start to put it together. You'd have to like, because like the burns, unless you've got like a bot monitoring everybody's wallet transfers and had like a threshold. We're talking so we, to you, Quistoff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was his his goal back, or his role back in the day. It was just one of those times where I'm like, dude, we got jobs. <laughs> I was like, and it doesn't even show up. You'd have to be watching Token Tracker or you'd have to be like on the Valentine page and scroll to the bottom and be like, why did he do a thousand? And then go to the next one and be like, why did he do a thousand? And start to like do something. It was like that at crazy level. And then today there was the comment about like on the auction thing, like I'll say, I'll be the first to say it. Threes has too many notifications on. Um, you know, he he is omnipresent and omniscient and blah blah blah. But like this idea of like we should have known as soon as the auctions went live or like check the check the activity floor every day. I'm like, it it falls back into I think that like a year ago I had to be like, hey dude, this is a little much right now. Like, you know, we especially like if you've got some offers sitting on stuff, like there's some days where you should be able to walk away and that's why the ping was good saying, Hey, there's some auctions open. You guys should look at it. Like, I think, you know, unless we've got a bot running in the discord, it, I think it, it behooves us to kind of look out for each other there. But like this idea of like all 200 of us, like every day going like, what's the activity? What's the listings? Like, that's just a little more than I want to do. Um, maybe that means I don't have the heart for it, but 365 of that. I I think there's times where he throws out these things where like he'll later pull back, but it was just like a bit of a come on, man. Like that's a little much. And maybe <laughs> I'm 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 being a little soft at it. I don't know, but I, I just that one hit me as like a eh, it's a couple times a week and I look, but I, I just I focus on items like I'm looking for. I I, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you. I'm not I'm someone who looks at it often. I'm I'm gonna look at any sales that happen every single day. It's not that hard. Also, the grotto tends to sleep, so there aren't that many sales that are happening. We can get into that too. But so I saw some red leather sales via offer. So then I went and looked to see who sold them. Then I saw that they created all the auctions. And then I put bids in so that he couldn't cancel them. And then about an hour later threes hit the at everyone so you know i understand that i tend to be at my computer and see things more than maybe the average person does but it's really not that much work i'm not saying to see the auctions you know as they roll in per se but i don't think there's any excuse for the grotto to not be aware of sales a couple times a week I think that's, I think that's pretty reckless. If you're not looking at that, that's that's really a low bar in my opinion. I the only the only other side of that I'll put is like when you do tend to like overanalyze. Sometimes you get a little worried about price stuff. It's not as big a deal here, right? Um, but I just I just think there is a mental bit to it when it feels like a daily obligation. A couple times I, I agree with you. A couple times a week. Uh, you should be, you you know, you are. But it was just like when he pinged on the daily, I was like, ah. that's what I, that's what I push. And I'm like, no, 
but I, I get what you're saying. That's fair. I, and yeah, everyone can do it how they want. I'm very interested to see sales that happen on a daily basis. It also tends to really not materialize. I mean, there there aren't a whole lot of sales. And I think that's actually maybe some of what he expressed frustration and, and confusion, frankly, over on on the last episode before he turned it over to us, is that it's really not his place. It's not a great look. And it's also really not his personal style to keep pointing at things and saying, why aren't, why aren't people buying this? But, you know, it's a very fair question. I mean, it's confusing to me that there aren't, there isn't more secondary activity given all of the things that we know about compounding utility, holder utility. You know, we have some people who care deeply, yet I understand that Tez isn't unlimited for people, but it's, it is hard. I'll say it in a way that it's harder for him to say is it's confusing is that you'd want to go buy things that are going to be worth 20% of what it is you paid for them when you could buy things that would make you a better player in the game that you show up and listen to podcasts and daily LFGs for four or five times a week. Clearly you care. So is it that there's confusion about not understanding how these things help you in season? What do you guys think? What what is what is the I'll tell you the thing from that... of you is I have a percentage of things that you know and it's gotten much lower because of IRL stuff that I can contribute to one versus the other. And I still don't put all my eggs in the basket. And it's not about trust in the project. It's about one I can sell, one I don't feel like I can. Even if it's a 20% loss, maybe it's a game. Like I still I still need some juice somewhere else because when I'm over here, there's other factors going on. Like I can look at, you know, fantastic ferrets and you know maybe i got burnt maybe i didn't but at the end of the day i will feel okay moving it when i need to and you're not a great example though because you participate you know in ways that we have guys who refuse to participate on the secondary here or really the primary but they're very eager to spend money on things like you know the fantastic ferrets and that's that's confusing to me on some level, because I mean, why? Why would you? Why would you show up at LFGs and listen to things for hours a week, and then not be interested in taking a bigger step into it or putting yourself in a better position? I, I have a hard time understanding that. Yeah, I mean, I just always, I, I, I always have the faith in humanity thing of like, maybe they will, you know, during the week. Why do you show up? Eh, people listen to podcasts. They don't always buy the shirt. You know, like it's that kind of thing. Like. Um, it, it just, it like, sometimes it'll make sense. And like, really, man, like we got into cycles a couple times with like insert sales and things like this. There's when, when things are down, like they have been for a prolonged period, there's just not a lot to squeeze out on some other secondary, even when it looks right. Like it just, you know, luckily we're a, a group that it is worth that. It just like that's why like the auctions today when he was like so it's like you said it's Wednesday the auctions are on, man you throw an auction up for twenty two hours it might be the wrong twenty two hours from people to get some stuff together even when it's a better price like you can't yeah. look at it and 
say no, like terrible idea you should never ever try and, unless you have something that's very very special and it's well documented and published that we're gonna if for example you wanted to auction your one of one of the loot and you build it up for a month and made it very clear and everyone was on board that's different but tossing up random base cards without any announcement on a tuesday night close to midnight bad idea especially with how tez does their stuff where you can't spread multiple things across like the whole like you got to get it back then you got to send it over you got to get back you got to send it over like i can't just like bid on this stuff like why right. why am i why are the bids only 33 on such and such or only 70 here it's like because i'm just making sure none of them gets lost for you know start out and like it'll shake itself out right like on on tez bidding you kind of have to work its way up not that you're cooking it you're just saying like don't let something fall through the cracks because i can't if i only have 500 to spend i can't say i would spend 400 on this if it fails it'll go to this you just have yeah, to it's not, it's not like we or like the uh yeah. the auctions we did via the google form yeah that is yeah we way. need the system to come to tez and it'll change the way offers work you know, it'll change like because I can never keep stuff. I was always dripping Tez. Like I was always, here's the 40 I have for the week, you know, like and you're moving it around like place to place. If we could get more of a wheat system, it'd be so much better, but we just don't. And I mean it's great because the auction never fails or whatever to collect, but it just not it is what it is. So like I don't I don't know, man. Like I, I think a lot of it comes down to like timing and like you have to pick a lane. You have to pick a couple lanes and maybe it's starting to be like inserts and work your utility and money straight to the project versus secondary, you know, and like that means some stuff's going to sit for a while. But like, I think the Testament there and <laughs> at some, some week we're going to delve deeper into like what will keep threes happy for a sustained period of time. <laughs> Cause like he is a tortured artist, right? Like, he really is. It, it, like, that's what makes the project brilliant. He's not ever going to be satisfied. Like, there's always going to be higher things and, like, proving it and fuck those other guys. Like, but it, it was just one of those things of, like, we're doing pretty good. Like, this is good. You know, like, if we have one day where two of the auctions, like, are below floor, we're going to be all right. Like, we, you built it. You're good. And it's like that. I, I just, there's those times where I wish I could just, like, put an arm around the shoulder and be like, going to be okay, buddy. Like, I agree. I, you know, I know that obviously he doesn't want to see the auctions end for low prices, but you know, my question to Grotto would be, let's say that, let's say everyone was sleeping and those minimum Tez offers that I put in actually did win. Let's just hypothetically. Yeah. Would that diminish your perception of their value whatsoever? Not me. Of course not. And that's and the thing, right? Like that's, I wouldn't do any, I guess I can't speak for anyone else, but I can only speak for myself and boy, it wouldn't change my perception of their value because I'd still know they're imbibed with tons of utility and all sorts of goodness. So it wouldn't, wouldn't change my perspective. on The thing I wish was swapped and I know it worked out. I wish there's things that he does to like, make sure it pulls off right now. I wish we would have auctioned off the madness pieces publicly, even if it meant like too glitched out or something partway through the bidding. I think those are the moments that look better for the grotto. There's so much shit that we do. That's not broadcast 
and sometimes the wrong stuff is broadcast so it's like that double signal of like uh like like this you know these auctions they're gonna wind up being fine the cardinale are gonna all pass over 200 stan's gonna get above 400 like everything even on short notice will be fine like it's all getting to where it should be um uh, just checking the numbers now we'll nothing's about to slip through the cracks today it looks like it'll be tim will be the best deal of the day based on how available he's been um but like other than that i, I don't know so like it is it's just like sometimes he gets concerned about that like, like and i'm i i think we're all far more confident in the project than that and you know like little short blips i I've, I've talked to him before about the concept of blips on it and like it's a testament to how much he gives a shit how much he's working on it none of that is saying like why would you say this but it's just like it just like this was one of those days where it's like gonna be okay buddy <laughs> like what do you think he hates more someone exiting the grotto by doing a bunch of auctions like this or people that just take the highest offer and don't look at prices and just Maybe dump oh, it, on the way out. I feel I feel pretty confident answering this one. If you're just going to hit offers that are garbage, that is far more offensive. At least with an auction. Look, I mean, the highest bidder is going to win it. If you're just going to hit accept offer on stink bids, which is, yeah, thankfully, for all those people, I'd like to. Personally but the thank outcome them. is this person exiting is getting the highest amount of money possible from the grotto. Versus someone got a deal off someone who just angrily left. 22 hour option. He's not getting the highest, but like, this is where I wish we had the week system because there wouldn't been the stink bids. There would have been baseline catch all man. If you could set them like by properties, if I could set in a series eight bid and set in a series nine bid and a leathers bid, you know, and just like whatever catches catches certainly wouldn't have been the same result overnight because I would add stuff sitting there. But instead I was parked on Mother's Day. I was parked on a couple other things that, you know, hoping to shake loose and just didn't have it spread somewhere else. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there would have been no reason for you to have an offer on Joni house randomly. I got a seven as Marlena. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had like seven extra the other day. I was like, no, let's park it here. <laughs> like, like are Marlena's devalued? No. Like, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, th I think uh, I agree. I think I agree with everything you said there. Any final uh, thoughts as we move into uh, the Sweet 16 this weekend? Luce, how many teams do you have left? I do not know yet. I need to do the <laughs> – I had the form pulled up to double check, and if you give me, like – if you buy me, like, two minutes while you're talking about yours, I will. You know, I know Kitts has one, right? One alive, Kitch. San Diego State. San Diego State. So you're pulling for the upset, right? Have to, I guess. I've got okay. San Diego State. Um, so there is that. What about you, Crouton? I've got I've got four left. Uh, I've got WCLA, Kansas State, and Houston. So I know I took Fingers it up. Crossed. I had two ones that all lost. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Uh, yeah. Well, Purdue. Yeah. Um, I'm playing Dino. He's got Alabama, so he's going to rock me, I'm pretty sure. Formidable foe. Yeah. Yeah, I know I have the San Diego State. Uh, okay. I think I had someone else. I think I might have a UConn. Yeah. Is that a West 4? Yeah, I've got UConn. Yeah, so Dino, I Dino's got a lot of those, too. Who does Dino? 
you know, yeah, he's he's the King Husky over there. Ooh. About time that boy became a Husky. <laughs> that UCLA uh, matchup you have against Gonzaga is going to be tough against uh, Alf Doty. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I've also I've got double UCLA, so it's going to be doubly painful for me if I lose. <laughs> so. That's a toss up. I think either either team could win. I think I think Vegas had a two point spread on that one and had me favored by two. But you know, one basket game is that's, that's as close to a coin flip as I think you're going to get. So I hope for some hard shooting. Get your inserts in for buzzer beaters. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's well, another thing uh, yeah, that talk about. I mean, I guess do it for the. I mean, I think by the time this airs, they'll both be done. Like both forms will have been in for those. <laughs> that's true. Uh, we haven't had a buzzer I beater yet. I'll release are... this on Friday. That way, I'm... people have a day. Uh, uh, Consistency is key, right? I like that. Saturday, right. it is probably fine either way. <laughs> Check with the omniscient one. That's right. <laughs> the uh, so yeah, we've got we've got no no buzzer beater has hit yet. So probably means we should just stop doing it, right? Because you know, it just hasn't been hasn't been rewarded. We're certainly just throwing inserts it. down the toilet. Probably doesn't make sense to do it anymore. What do you guys think? Definitely not shenanigans yeah. at its highest. I love that they're going to the vault because that means we will see them again. Next vault again, then starting to get real juicy. Um, one of the yeah. fun- waiting on swipes too. I think there's six in there. Holy shit! One Boy. of the things to remember from the vault. This was back in the Basilda, the end of the Basilda days, uh, when the big Illuminati move was always to burn base cards down. There were three of one Cardinale that they were going to burn. And I shouted out, and I'm still green, you know, whatever. And luckily, he had already talked about the correlating. I was like, hey, since that's a burn of three of one, can we have that be a correlated to the vault? And they got pissed, and threes laughed, and he goes, Yup. So it's when pinned. it's pinned, that's going to happen. It's Gary Cole. Yeah. No. When defrocking happens, the vault gets a defrock because everybody had their, we're going to be smarter than threes. We're just going to burn additions down and, and corner it. And it was just like one of my proudest, like early moments of just like, yeah, you thought it was the old, like you can't outthink them. I think I have two teams left. I think I have one on each day. I think I have UConn. Nice. Good for you. Well, I'll be we'll be cheering for uh for your respective teams. I'll be pulling for San Diego State. We got a double double San Diego State here on the pod. So love it. Um so yeah, anything else? I mean, obviously spring training's happening in real world baseball classic just passed. We're probably getting a little little energy back into the grotto for a season. I would have loved to see uh anybody with a Japan flag get airdropped something for that win. <laughs> I believe I would too. Hold on. I think you've got a Japan, don't you? I think so. I think I still do. Um I don't I, think Iran is gonna be uh winning any world baseball classics anytime soon. I did the search in object rather than my wallet, and I just got a hundred AI Bazumi babes underneath the Japan search criteria. So a little alpha for you. <laughs> it could be future girlfriends. <laughs> Yeah. Uh whoops. Uh anyway. It's I don't know. What 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 would what would 
Is Iran into cricket? Is that is that a sport they're into? That sounds right. Couldn't tell you. I don't know. Handball. Maybe they'll win the world cricket, you know, championship, and then you'll be sitting extremely pretty. I don't know. They're I've big pickleball baby. players over there. <laughs> they love pickleball. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. You know, all three sets have future utility, so I'm confident that when we have our cricket event, that everyone's going to be excited for you. I have a more effort Japan still. Oh, nice, nice. But I did want to leave with a new tagline. Thank you for participating in our podcast project. Yeah, think think Rob is not cool for participating in the art project as well and those auctions. So. He still owes me a bottle of wine, you bastard.